What is that, beautiful people? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the My Friend Says You Grow Gyms podcast. I'm your host, GR Hoff, and you're in the right place if you are a gym owner, personal trainer, box owner, fitness pro that is looking to grow your gym, grow your business in ways that you, your family, your community, the people you serve, and not least importantly, your bank account are going to feel absolutely awesome about. Beautiful people. So today we get to talk about doing the things, doing your should do's, actually getting your should do's done. So one of the one of the recurring issues that we see, um, not just in the in the consult <laughs> in the consulting space, right, but also in the in the fitness space as well, obviously, is that people know they should be doing something. I'm sure you guys see it in your gyms every single day. We sure do. Um, and then uh, the the irony of it, I guess, is that we see it with our with our gym owners every day, right? People that are supposed to be bastions of discipline and getting things done, and uh, you know, to the outside world, look like they have all their shit together. Um, just so happen to sometimes have trouble doing the things that they know they should be doing, right? I certainly have these issues um, <laughs> myself. This podcast may or may not have been an issue uh, with, with getting this this should do done, getting the momentum back going. So, um, here, here are my strategies. Long story short, for getting the things uh, that I know I should be doing done, particularly when I am, you know, fighting sort of captain resistance, if you will, and and struggling with getting started on something. Right, that 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 uh, age old procrastination problem. So. Here's what I do. Hopefully, this is useful to you. Uh, the first thing that I do is I make a list and I brain dump. So, um, if we sort of go through the, I guess the potential filters for getting this done, or the, the potential uh, bottlenecks and roadblocks, one of the things is I think this feeling of overwhelm. Right? There are too many options, too many things to do, and so you get overwhelmed. You don't know where to start, and it's easier to just crawl into a hole uh, than it is to actually get started on something. So the very first thing that I do is I'll make a list and I'll uh, and I'll brain dump. Um, Dean Jackson has a really nice video on this. I think it's called 50 Minute uh, Focus Finder, um, where it's literally you know set a timer for 50 minutes and then go to town. So that's the first thing is make a list, like make a list of everything in your life. Don't filter it, and. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can you can filter it later. But once everything's on paper, now all of a sudden this uh, the idea of using your brain as a storage mechanism, which it was not designed to do, uh, is is done right. You no longer have to be. You no longer have this anxiety on. Oh, I'm going to forget all these things because everything's down on paper. And then it becomes sort of a decision making problem, which is a lot easier than sort of a storage and decision making and on and on and on. So first thing we do is we're going to brain dump the different things that we think we need to be doing. Uh, the second thing that we're going to do, uh, or, the, or the second sort of uh, piece of the puzzle or strategy, right, let's say you already have everything down, is to set a damn timer and start, right? Now, I, I love the, I'm a sucker for the Pomodoro technique. Um, I don't remember what, uh, I don't even know, I just have an app that does it now, but um, it might be 25 fives, Right, so so work for, set a timer for 25 minutes, and then you know you're going to kind of take a break, get up, get around for five, then then do another 25 minutes, and and if you knock out a few of those and you really really focus during that time block, you'll be amazed at how much you get done in these in these little windows. So 25 five. 50-10 can work out really nicely and uh, and keep the, keep the blocks uh, small. If you're really having trouble with it and you're just trying to make deals with yourself, then by all means, set timers for 10 minutes, right? And say just, you know what, for 10 minutes, I'm going to just get what I can done. I'm not going to worry about it. And that's going to be what I get done today is 10 minutes. I know that sounds crazy, but a lot of times when you are dealing with things, because uh, guess what? Like my guess, 
I, I, I would anticipate that you are a lot worse about procrastinating, say, you know, following up with leads then you are procrastinating, like, let's say you're scared of the phone, right? And, and that's okay. Like, it's, it's not an easy thing to, to get rejected, right? It's not a comfortable um, part of the human experience, right? Uh, but it's something that we need to do, and that we know we need to do, but it's uncomfortable. And so we're probably going to avoid that more than we would avoid something we really enjoy. And so if you see yourself as sort of an artisan programmer, and you love coming up with, you know, new programs for your people, and yada, 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 or you love doing social media content, or whatever it might be, like, guess what? You're a lot more likely to, to have way less resistance doing those things than you are, you know, your shoulds that are tougher. And so, um, if <laughs> we're talking about things that are, that, that kind of, you know, create a little bit more resistance for you, then set small timers, get started. And then inevitably what happens is that there's a lot less sort of it's like, oh, like this isn't as bad as I thought it was. I can keep going. And then you keep going. Now you've got the ball rolling and ideally you're building up some confidence so that that stops being an issue for a while here on that particular thing. So um, set a timer, get started, start small. If uh, if it's something that you, you know, you're just really having trouble getting over that mental block. So set, set start as, as small as you possibly can. Um, in the fitness world, I've seen the strategy of like, hey, just like, just, just put on your work, workout clothes or tell yourself you're just going to go stand on the treadmill, <laughs> like stand on the treadmill for 30 seconds. That's all you're going to force yourself to do. And on some days you might just stand there on other days. You're probably going to start walking because you're there anyway. So set a timer and get rolling. My bonus points and something that's worked really well for me, I, I've not seen this anywhere. So I don't know if this is a I, I don't know that it's a completely unique idea. My guess is that it's not, but what I will tend to do is I'll try to make it a game. So I'll set a timer, um, but I will do that after I've sort of, there's an in-between step between making the list and setting the timer and getting to work. So when I make the list, I'm gonna decide the different things that I'm gonna do, say on a given day or work block or whatever it might be, and I'm gonna estimate, all right, how much time do I think it'll take to do these things? So let's say there's, um, I've got member questions I need to get back to, or I need to write a post, or I need to you know, record a podcast, or whatever it might be. I'm gonna estimate how much time I think it'll take to do those things, and then I'll kinda have a, a target for when I'm gonna be done for the day, right? And, uh, and then what happens is you can try to beat that time, right? You try to beat that clock and kinda make it a game. So, you know, oh, get everything done by this time, um, I'll go do this, right? whatever it might be. So that can be a, a nice thing. It, it happens to be motivating to me. If you can try it out, you know, your mileage may vary, but it, it, it is something that sort of, that kind of gets me going. I'm gonna make estimates on my time and then try to beat those estimates and get done faster than sort of what I thought it was gonna be. Uh, the next sort of, I guess, alternative pieces that, that might be helpful to you is to, I'm calling it kind of put on, put on your uniform and play the national anthem. So the idea is that you would, you're going to get into sort of your alter, you're going to utilize the alter ego effect. I've got that book on my bookshelf. I don't know who wrote it off the top of my head, but um, you're going to get into that sort of alter ego uh, state, if you will. Um, and the way you basically do this, the idea is that, uh, you probably wear a subset of different hats throughout your life, um, sort of as is without thinking about it, right? So I am a different person when I am um, coaching, you know, a 
a really you know hard charging athlete than I am when I'm coaching up a rookie gym owner, right? Than I am when I am playing with my kids. And so we all sort of have these alter egos and kind of states that we might get into, and um, sort of when you have to wear these different hats, sometimes putting on those different hats purposefully can make you more effective at the thing that you're attempting to do, right? So if I can sort of focus my energy and focus my identity on being the best dad possible when it's time to, to play with the kids, then that's better than just sort of going into things willy-nilly. I'm more almost like, I shouldn't say amped up, right, to play with the kids, but I'm sort of, I'm like ready for it. I'm more focused when I sort of put on the dad hat, if you will, or have some sort of transition period from, let's say, work day to, to playing with the kiddos. Um, and, and this stuff, I mean, the, the state stuff, the alter ego stuff, if you really utilize it and kind of get into it, holy crap, does it work? So the, the, the story that I tell on this is, you know, I, I used to be a big deal back when I played football back in the day. And, uh, I, you know, was pretty good in high school, whatever. And, and then played in college. But the first year uh, in college, I was a medical redshirt. And after whatever, a few months of, of being away, I went back to, uh, to a game at the high school. And again, keep in mind, like I haven't, I haven't played, I had surgery, all these different things. So I was not sort of in athlete mode, um, throughout that entire fall semester, but I go to a, to a football game, um, back at the high school, whatever, maybe it was homecoming, who knows, and watch my brother or something. And, um, they, uh, they played the national anthem and I like start, I like start twitching. Because, you know, before every game for four years, <laughs> when I was, and go back even, you know, into middle school and probably peewee, they, what do they do? They play the national anthem, and then it's like, man, I'm getting ready to go kick ass. <laughs> like, and it was funny because I literally started getting twitchy um, when they when they played the, the national anthem. And so if you can put on your uniform and play the national anthem, uh, you know, whatever your sort of, maybe it's a pump-up song, right? You go into the gym and you hear that one song, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, like, I'm, all right, like, it's... <laughs> Let's go rip some fucking max effort squats or something, right? Uh, because music can do that. Um, your, you know, sort of your your outfits or your trinkets might do that. You might have a the the thinking cap is not really that crazy of an idea. Um, you might have I've seen scent as a as a thing. So um, you know if you want to try to anchor your scent to sort of workflow mode, hey, you might try that. Uh, <laughs> they've got, uh, what are they, I think I think it's called Boom as a product. I don't have those, but I do, um, I really, really like the uh, the smell of the, the little Vicks inhalers that look like a chapstick thing. And so they'll kind of wake me up a little bit. It's not afrin, it's not anything addictive, right? It's literally just the scent. Um, but, you know, hey, if you start to connect and start purposefully anchoring certain I guess, you know, uh, scents or uniforms or sounds with, you know, sitting down and getting stuff done. If you can have, you know, your desk be a spot where you are only, when you sit down to do that, you are only getting shit done in a big way. Like that's going to be more powerful to you just because you're sort of anchored to perform that way in a given spot. Similar to the way that you probably feel anchored. Like you can walk into the gym and you're all of a sudden your body, your mind's in a different state. You're kind of ready to go. Typically, um, uh, pre-workout can be the, part of that ritual for a lot of people, right? So sipping your pre-workout and all of a sudden, it may not be anything necessarily physiologically happening with that pre-workout, but just the ritual of it kind of gets you more into state. So if you can play with that and work on getting yourself into this alter ego, okay, like I'm afraid to sell, I'm scared of selling. Well, let me, you know, 
I don't know, I'm going to put on my nice watch. I'm going to put on my, my whatever, I don't know, your glasses. I'm going to play a little pump up music and we're going to follow up. We're going to, we're going to go like, we're going to watch a testimonial, right? Watch a testimonial montage from all the people whose lives you change. And then we're going to go follow up and, 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 and sell, right? Because when we sell, we are changing the trajectory of lives of the people in our community. So there's a way to sort of get yourself into doing things that you know you should do. If you've got to kind of play mental games with yourself, that is totally okay. And I don't think necessarily psycho at all. Um, John Carlton, a legendary copywriter. We did a, a live event with him at one point. He mentioned um, uh, stalking the desk. So when he gets ready to go down and write copy, he stalks the desk and he like doesn't sit down until he's ready. So you can picture him sort of stalking the desk like a lion stalks his prey and getting into this state of, hey, I'm the, the, the best fucking copywriter in the world. And and I think, you know, for a long time he was um, certainly one of them. And, uh, you know, these you sort of hear these things sort of get repeated, um, getting into state, taking on that alter, alter ego, um, sort of doing your pregame ritual, if you will, for whatever it is that you need to, to be doing. Um, and then the, the final thing is external accountability. And so, you know, my favorite way to do this personally, um, and, and I, like I sell this, so this is, you know, full disclosure, like the, I guess the pidgey part, if you will, but like I pay people to hold me accountable. So I, I pay people to be in higher level areas than where I'm currently at so that I feel like an asshole when I don't do the things I'm supposed to be doing. And so, you know, you can pay somebody who you respect to hold you accountable and push you. You can pay to be associated in a group where other people are doing the things that you want to be doing so that, you know, you're pushed to do more than you might otherwise do if you were allowed to sort of, you know, rest on your laurels. I think the, I think that the human being, we as a species are sort of inherently like, it makes sense for us to be as lazy as we possibly can and get by, right? Like, you think about sort of <laughs> when we were living in caves and stuff, like calories in, calories out, bro. <laughs> like it makes sense for us to be, uh, for us to be lazy. And so if you have sort of everything around and, and, and everything around you that you need, and there's nobody really external pushing you, then there's no real reason to, you know, to be ambitious, right? Like being a real mission driven human, I think is a, is a relatively rare thing. You know, if you think about the millions of people that live in your city, how many of them are actually like ambitious and trying to accomplish things and so on and so forth, probably not very many, right. On a percentage basis. And so it is normal to be lazy when we are allowed to be lazy. Uh, the trick is to like, if you don't want to be lazy and have the results that a lazy life brings, then get yourself in, you know, a community, get yourself in an environment where it's not comfortable, to be lazy. It is no longer comfortable to, to live at the, the standards that you might've been living at. And then, you know, you can use some of these other tricks to go out and execute more consistently. Um, you can also do, so if you're not going to pay somebody, uh, to like coach you and push you through those things and help you get, give you confidence that the things that you're working on, that you're investing time, energy, money on are actually going to get you what you want. Um, you can also just do things like, like I've done this with, with, with buddies in the past when it comes to the workout stuff is, you know, all right. So every time I miss a workout, I'm going to pay you whatever amount of money. And that's going to keep me from missing workouts, hopefully. So, um, having that external accountability, you know, with a buddy, you know, a fellow business owner that, you know, or a friend or whatever, it doesn't matter. It could just be internally. every time I don't follow up with leads for, for an hour, you know, or I don't fill the pipeline, do marketing work for an hour, whatever it might be. Right. I'm going to donate, you know, 50 bucks to the American Nazi party. And so it's like, I don't want to donate any money to the American Nazi party, like screw those guys. And so, 
Um, like just follow up, just do the work that you're supposed to be doing. It doesn't have to be that extreme. Obviously it can just be, you know, paying buddies and things like that. But you know, the, the alternative political party, if you're a political person, um, can be a motivating factor. Uh, you know, again, use what is going to motivate you, but I hope that helps you get a little bit more, uh, or create a little bit less, less resistance around getting the things that you know you should be doing actually done overcoming procrastination and, uh, and that's all I got this week. So love and hugs, guys. Um, I think we actually have a, uh, we had upload issues last week. So we've got a bonus, another episode coming um, here today. So look out for two this week. Uh, trying to stay on track a little bit. So love and hugs. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.